Yes, I would like to order some fried chicken, please. Okay. I'll pour your logo. Stop, I'm sick of your bullshit. Get your facts straight. Is this a bunch of crap? Ask me if I give a shit. <laughs> Those stories are all lies. Chicken ain't nothing but a bird. Okay. Your ass bit the dust. Yeah. I think the shit's about to hit the fan. Everybody, welcome to another episode of the Silver Motion Podcast. Um, my name is Will. Uh, with me, as always, Stephen. Hello. <laughs> Dramatic hello. pause. Hello. Uh, yeah. So, hello. We're gonna, we're gonna do the uh, the Shatner episode. We're just pause every <laughs> few words. Today's episode is <laughs> on hard boiled. Uh, so today, yeah, we're watching uh, John Woo's 1992 uh, fucking action masterpiece, Hard Boiled. Yeah. Um, this is uh, one of those movies that kind of uh, made people enjoy Hong Kong movies back in the in the late 90s when they were becoming popular in the U.S. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a... Uh it kept making me think of uh, Die Hard. Oh yeah, there is mm. there is some some Die Hard element at for least, sure. At least at the end when they were uh, in the hospital. Yeah, C four. Yeah, C four and Die Hard. Yeah, it seemed very. Uh, I, I don't know. Not. I don't know. It's not like the situation was the same or anything, but it was just kind of like actiony shootout yeah. kind of stuff going on. There's definitely a similar feel in certain parts of it for sure. Yeah. Um, with the hostages and vaults and shit and whatnot. Yeah, and the the police just surrounding the yeah. hospital and yeah, yeah, guys shooting out of it. And so and the computers actually too. The like, computers, I kind of, yeah. I, I remember the the dated computers in Die Hard, and I was like, "Ooh, we got this fancy computer controlled <laughs> like <laughs> hotel we're in." And, I was like, oh, wow, those are really old computer things. Last time I saw Die Hard, I was just suddenly like, whoa, there's like all this really old computer, old computer stuff, stuff that yeah. was I enjoyed really new and fancy stuff. at the time, I'm sure. But Yeah, I mean. I was kind of noticing about this one, too, where they're, when they're using the computers. It was like, oh, man, they're like not even on Windows. It's like. <laughs> no, man, this is, this is before that. This is yeah. 92. It's before. This is. Uh, if there was uh, Windows, it'd be 3.1. Yeah. But this is all a DOS-based door locking and Yeah, <laughs> and yeah. <such. laughs> so that, that always that amused me when he, was, when he was putting in the little decryption codes and it's like... <laughs> yeah. Oh, I love that shit. Yeah. As, a, as an aside, a lot of the uh, 
like power systems and water systems and all the computers controlling that are basically like these fucking <laughs> diehard hard-boiled computers um still to this day oh, wow. and there's like uh there's uh like a fear that they're gonna get somebody's gonna hack into the grid and then completely <laughs> fuck over our our uh, way of life yeah um but uh until oh. then we're just uh <laughs> Got to put it on a network to get hacked, right? Yeah, yeah. I don't think... I mean, at some level, they're networked, but I don't know how internet-based they are. Yeah. So, hard-boiled. I don't know where to start, as always, but... uh, Actually, I can't even remember where it did start. Where did it start? Where did it start? It starts in the tea house. Right, right. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they're, they're like, bringing in the birds. Bringing in the birds, yes. I expected them to be doves. They weren't doves. They weren't. Yeah, I don't know. Are there... Is there any slow-motion birds flying in hard-boiled? I don't think there is. I don't think there are. There is a poster of a dove that I noticed in the background somewhere. I didn't notice that. And it it had some, like, uh, message on it. Like, something about, like hope and god and stuff it oh, was somewhere okay. in the hospital and he was like sitting there with a gun crouching like looking around a corner and he was like standing in front of this poster and huh. first i was trying to read the little thing it was whatever was written on there i'm like oh hey what's the real oh that's the dove there's the dove oh, okay <laughs> huh yeah i thought they were in all of his movies well i guess this one not. just got a poster of one yeah and there are the birds at the beginning but definitely not doves yeah hmm. so oh well <laughs> Well, I mean, <laughs> we found the one thing this movie doesn't have. <laughs> movie is horrible. It's a John Woo movie without doves. What is this? Yeah, and this is pretty much like the definitive John Woo movie. If you're gonna, yeah, it's I kinda... mean, between this and the killer is kind of the the toss up. There's a few other ones as well um, that you could throw in the mix, like a Better Tomorrow, but. Um, yeah, I, n- I don't know. I never really noticed. There's so much that I was just always having so much fun with this movie. I never noticed that there was no birds flying in slow motion. Wow. Uh, oh, well. So um, we established before that you're not a fan of the guns and the gun movies so much. Not but, uh, but what about Hard Boiled? Hard Boiled, I think, was uh, was, <laughs> was better. It was uh, I think it was an upgrade over the killer. Yeah. Yeah, I would say watching it this time, I can definitively say that uh, I like Hard Boiled better. Yeah, I think it just, uh, I mean, we were mentioning with The Killer that it was like, I wasn't really like convinced that all this shooting was going on and these guys are just yeah. not being like punched full of a million holes. Yeah, you mentioned that, that you this didn't one, think Chow Yun-Fat was, was badass enough for that. Like, this one convinced me, so... All right. <laughs> this one, I I never had that, that thought of, like, why isn't he just dead now? <laughs> yeah, all right. <laughs> this one, I think it just... I don't know, I can't put a finger on precisely, but I think it yeah. just did a better job of, like, conveying that... How fucking badass Chow yeah, Yun-Fat is. Yeah, it was like he's... he's <laughs> He seemed more like he was actually dodging or yeah. crouching behind cover, or just 
doing stuff. There's a lot of cool shit like that where they're yeah, like yeah. jumping out of the way and in slow motion and like jumping onto like a fucking stretcher and rolling <laughs> and fucking shooting and shit like that. Yeah, I, I love the morgue one when they bust out of the morgue. Yeah. <laughs> they're just like on the little like bed That's tray so fucking things. badass, just, yeah. It's like Chow and Fat does it, then his buddy just jumps on it. Like, that looked cool. I'm going to do it too. <laughs> it's just, he just comes out. Like, yeah. <laughs> that was pretty awesome. But, because I mean, it, it really doesn't take much to convince me, but there has to be like some effort yeah. to it. Like, and I just didn't think in The Killer that there was really any. Yeah, I think in, the, in to... the Killer, there is more like walking and then just sort of. Like, like shooting the guy, it's not as much dodging and yeah. And this this one had a had a lot more interplay in that. Of yeah, there's a lot of movement in this movie. Yeah, so I I think that <laughs> that really uh, helped me out with that. So yeah, made me enjoy it a lot more. It's designed like the killer is an action movie, but it's kind of splitting its time between drama as well. Like building up characters and things. Yeah, yeah. And whereas yeah. this movie, it does that, but it's it's way more concerned with just, <laughs> just fucking action, throwing yeah. out action as <laughs> as like as much as possible, um, which it does quite a bit. Yeah, it has <laughs> and a, very well. <laughs> has a lot of a lot of fun action scenes. Yeah, so it, I've seen this a million times. I don't even know how how many times. <laughs> Um, and, but when I was watching it this time, I was trying to remember like, wow, like what was this like the first fucking time I saw this? <laughs> this is the experience that Steven's having. He's watching this movie. He's never seen, uh, the fucking tea house shootout where Chow Yun Fat fucking slides down the banister <laughs> shooting people. Like he doesn't yeah, at know first about I thought that. he was going to fall off. Like he was like, oh, he's going to fall. Oh no, he's doing badass. Yeah. <laughs> Like all these moments like that, there's so many of those kind of moments in this movie. Yeah, just like God damn, like that. Uh, the I guess he's kind of the bad guy. The he gets the eye patch later on in the movie. It's yeah, Mad Dog. Mad Dog. Yeah, played by Philip Quack. Yeah, the he uh, uh, he's a Shaw Brothers actor who's a, a very uh, accomplished martial artist and uh, trained in the Peking Opera. He's a acrobatic as well. Yeah. Um, but yeah, here he's just ultimate fucking badass, yeah, <laughs> Terminator, he <was. laughs> and he, he was. <laughs> he, he's also the guy who uh, choreographed all the action in oh. Hard Boiled, okay. as well as many other movies. But um, well, it was pretty awesome. Yeah, he, it, so. he's he's a fucking amazing guy. Yeah. But yeah, that guy is a mean motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But he still has a heart. That's yeah, what I like yeah. about that character. Yeah, yeah. He kind of he goes out in style. <laughs> he doesn't. He he. You know, like the the scene where him and uh, Tony Lung is the, the the undercover guy. Right, right. Who's also a huge Hong Kong star, um, especially at that time. Although I don't know, he's he's still a star. So, whatever. Anyway, um, him and Mad Dog, they come up uh against each other but in the middle of them is all the, the hostages, hostages yeah. and like the pregnant women and fucking mm -hmm. doctors and shit 
and they mutually decide like okay we got to let these people go yeah like they're not even a word they're just like right. no not doing this and they just understand like okay well we, we're not savages we're not just gonna <laughs> fucking mow down these people D- despite being named mad dog he's right <laughs> like he you know he's he has a line and he doesn't want to cross that line right and so i like how they portray him and and then the the, the ultra bad guy played by another famous awesome hong kong star anthony wong uh who was also in heroic trio um he's the guy that gets the motorcycle thrown at him and <laughs> he's bald in that movie um who's he, and that guy in this movie is just a fucking lunatic he doesn't yeah. give a fuck yeah He's, he is just, <laughs> just nuts you fucking anything goes so i i like all the characters yeah yeah um uh, so <laughs> yeah, i mean i i almost feel like mad dog is like like it's not like the it's, he's almost as much of what the story is about as the other people it seems as the the yeah as it, it seems like in its own like he's not the dramatic one but he like he has that arc that he does he does that like usually you'd only give like this arc like that to a really main character and it's kind of yeah i mean between the the you're not seeing it from his perspective but you do kind of no and he's always a villain but you do have some sort of uh sympathy for him like i already like him because he's badass yeah yeah (laughs) and and like that's cool but then you get a new level of uh enjoyment out of the character because you're now you he's not just a badass villain he's like oh he's he's a good person and at his heart he's just on the wrong side (laughs) his own weird way he's a good guy yeah like at some level maybe if the when he was a kid you know something happened a different way maybe he doesn't become a criminal maybe he's a cop yeah yeah i mean and i was i'm kind of seeing that like paralleled to the undercover guy yeah when he was talking to uh sharon fatty he's like i i'm like when i got out of the academy i had two choices either be an undercover agent or just join the yakuza like yeah <laughs> and it seems like mad dog is like the same guy it's just he chose the yakuza instead of the undercover yeah well and, triads in hong kong yeah Oh yeah, I'm, <laughs> you got the, I'm ja- up. the Japanese <laughs> yeah, brain going. Up my, yeah, I'm, got the <laughs> Japanese in my head. Yeah, the triads. Freaking hell! What am I thinking? Same thing though. I mean, basically, in in terms of yeah. uh, what role they're playing in, t- in terms of movies. I mean, yeah. you know, oh. gangsters. It's like mixing up the Bloods and Crips and getting get myself killed here. <laughs> <laughs> Well, we, we might have to just bury this episode. <laughs> Let no one ever hear my yeah, or else you'll stupid be, fuck up. You'll be uh, sleeping with the fishes. Yeah. Concrete shoes. <laughs> Who will get me first? Yeah. <laughs> oh. Um, I don't know. So, <laughs> I don't know. That That's hard-boiled. Yeah. <laughs> It, it's fun ass movie. It's fucking amazing. Um, shit blows up. Lots of shit blows up. Lots I of. I swear ex- those bullets were like explosive lot, rounds or yeah, something. Yeah, lots just, of explosions. They'd fire a gun and just kaboom. Yeah, just like, big fucking. A shelf exploded. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that shotgun really. I mean, everything's just fucking exploding around it. Like, 
There's that scene where he's like he's busting in on the criminal stuff. He's like going all commando style on him. Yeah, where you fucking and he's got the shotgun. Yeah. And at first I was like, oh man, he's just like aiming at the gas tanks or something. Then I'm like, no, nah, I think that shotgun just blows up anything. It hits. Yeah. It's just first I was just thinking, oh man, he's got a really good shot. He like aimed at the gas tank of that motorcycle or something because why else would it explode like that <laughs> but then he just goes and shoots anything and it explodes i'm just like okay he's just got a freaking grenade launcher not a shotgun <laughs> it's all about maximum entertainment and uh, john woo knows that the explosion is a quick way to the audience's heart <laughs> <laughs> yeah and you know there was at some point I was sitting there, there's some hallway or whatever they were shooting up, and there's just shit flying everywhere. Yeah. Just pebbles of random explodey bits. And there's a lot of shit like that, like debris flying and yeah. fucking papers that go up in the air and float down. And, and I was just thinking of this, I'm like, if they did this now, all that shit would be CG. And like, and a I'm lot of it would of be, yeah. How much like meticulous work some poor computer programmer or animator sitting there like trying to put in like 30 million pieces of little debris flying around the screen. Yeah. I'd just be like, God damn, that must be a fucking obnoxious job. Like, yeah. There's, and, yeah, there's probably some fucking debris artist. <laughs> <laughs> it's like he specializes in exploding paper and shit. <laughs> Poor guy. Yeah, like, and all John Woo had to do was just sit a little uh, pyrotechnics behind a stack of paper and boom. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the same shit, you know? Yeah. But there's a shot in this movie. And I don't know if you notice it. I don't know if I noticed it when I first saw the movie. But there's a very long Steadicam take in this movie where they go down a hallway and they're killing guys along the way and they cameras swinging around the corners when they go down the corners and then eventually they get to an elevator and then they go down the elevator into another floor of the hospital and it's just one unbroken shot and it continues all the way until mm -hmm. they get around to this point where they meet up with mad dog and then at that point then it starts cutting again hmm. but it's a whole long ass sequence where yeah. all this explosions and guys coming around the corner and shit blowing up and fucking glass people going through windows and shit oh. and it's all like a, i don't one know shot, huh? yeah one, one fucking shot where they go th down multiple floors it's the coolest fucking thing you know i kind of noticed it in the elevator yeah but i hadn't really noticed that it was going on before after i just i just kind of realized that oh they're in the elevator and they got off there was no cut they must have just taken the camera on the elevator yeah. and i was thinking like did they make was it just a set and they just like moved the set nah they wouldn't have done that they kind of must have gone up to just another floor of the building or something yeah yeah it's just just steady and cam break i hadn't realized that it continued before and after that for real i just noticed in the elevator itself that there wasn't a cut and yeah that it must have actually been taking the elevator <laughs> yeah well uh next time uh yeah i'll have to see how to look uh, out for far it goes without it's fucking dope and and just when you think about like if they fucked up one thing the amount of shit that explodes <laughs> and blows up and fucking squibs blowing up and fucking up people's uh, clothing and costumes and right. all this shit that happens and then like oh we fucked up 
reset it that's like a whole oh, day yeah. bro i mean in hong kong maybe an hour or two but <laughs> they move fast but get the army on it and just but man like the amount of choreography just yeah, involved yeah. in all that like fuck that's fucking amazing yeah and that's why like a movie like this is so impressive whereas if it were all digital explosions and shit like that like maybe it would be exciting i I don't know, but it definitely wouldn't be as like fucking impressive. Yeah, I mean, on a human level, they, they fucked up an entire building for that movie. They sure fucking did. And yeah, Hong Kong has a as a as a thing around this time where the end of the movie, like they just fucking blow up an entire building. <laughs> <laughs> There's a few movies like that. There's a big one at the end of a Jackie Chan movie, Police Story Two. <laughs> that's i don't know that might be the biggest fucking explosion at the end of that movie like ever i don't know it's oh. pretty fucking huge guess they, that'll be on the uh lineup for eventually <laughs> yeah it's a good yeah it's a good one um jackie chan and giant explosions there's got to be something good there there's a lot good there, yeah. That's the that's the movie with the playground fight, also. Ooh. One of my favorite Jackie fights uh, of all time, probably. Um, but uh, heart boiled. Yeah. A... <laughs> I want to say this is his last Hong Kong movie before he came to America and made Heart mm. Target with with uh, Jean Claude. Yeah. So hard boiled and then Heart Target. So yeah. But maybe there's something else in the middle. I don't remember. I don't know. Anyway, this is one of those movies with with the killer that got him noticed yeah. in the West. Yeah, I can see why. Yeah, I'd, I'd put it up there with hard with a die hard <laughs> and another hard titled movie. Yeah, lots of lots of dying hard and hard boiled and. Was that Hard, hard target? target? Yeah. There's probably I know there's a movie called Hard Vengeance and I can't think oh. of who's in that one, but there's gotta be some more hard there's a there's a low budget movie called Hard Ticket to Hawaii. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> um I don't know. If you can think of any more hard movies, uh send it in <laughs> to yeah, <a> Silver <laughs> List of hard movies, maybe uh <laughs> Hard Fest 2018. <laughs> yeah, make make your a new uh, silver emulsion event. Yeah. Oh my god, I love the music of this movie as well. Synthesizer, fucking score with um, jazz. <laughs> it's like it's it's kind of corny with the jazz, but. I love it. <laughs> yeah, I kind of noticed like the jazz comes in with like the the dramatic points and it's like yeah playing those up at times. So I kind of noticed that, but I was trying to think like I don't even remember music through the rest of the movie. <laughs> like I was just oh man, watching. There there were explosions. <laughs> I wasn't paying attention to no damn music. The music's <laughs> fucking dope. It's it almost reminds me of um, like music that would be in a contra game. <laughs> <laughs> It's fucking badass. I don't know well, how to... Around that time, too. Yeah. It is, yeah. Maybe two, would have been... Yeah, like Contra 3. Super Nintendo-ish era. Contra 3 on Super Nintendo, one of my favorite games fucking ever. 
great music. I could see the hard boiled score being on <laughs> that game for sure. Um, it's like real like uh, like tense music. Um, I don't know. I mean, I could play some uh, on the episode, <laughs> but I, I don't know. I could play some now, but. time you go through it yeah it'll be it's uh, something for the next time yeah to it's, absorb it's really good along with the uh, extended uh, one take action yeah scene. look out for that as well also look out for john woo's cameo oh he's in it himself <laughs> he plays john woo the bartender oh <laughs> so when uh chai and fat goes to the bar uh the jazz bar mm-hmm. the bartender is john woo is he the like the former cop that retired, or is that a different character? Uh, yeah, he does mention being a cop okay. in the past. Yeah, he goes and talks to him a little bit here and there. <clears throat> yeah, well, he was like giving advice and stuff. Yeah, yeah, that's that's John Woo, director John Woo. And the informant comes in all bloody and messed up. Yes, yes. I was trying to think of something with that that opening tea house scene with all the birds and stuff. Yeah. And the the informant guy, who you would might call a canary, I was trying to put some kind of connection there, and I've just I've got nothing. But like, yeah, I don't know, I don't know. That's that's something else for the next watch through yeah, to see if there is uh, some kind of connection there. You know, I I I try usually try to do stuff like that. When I watch movies as an adult, <laughs> especially if I'm going to review it, like I try to find right. things like that. And I've seen Hard Boiled a few times as an adult. And every time I try <laughs> to do stuff like that, I you end up. Bang, bang, pow. <laughs> I just end up being like, God damn, this movie's fucking dope. <laughs> and just having this dumb fucking grin as I watch shit explode and giant fat chew his fucking toothpick and shit. Oh, that was awesome, yeah. <laughs> he's such a badass. It's like I kind of realized that, oh, he's had that toothpick in his mouth this whole freaking shootout. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's just, uh, he's a fucking cool dude. Like, I don't know. He does so much cool shit. Like, uh, when they are trying to get in the, the, the weapons vault in the, in the basement of the, oh, yeah, yeah. And he's, uh, pulling apart the bullets. And yeah. That. And he starts like makeshift bomb shit with the, like, to pull the, to blow open the pipes. Yeah. It's fucking, oh, man. So cool. And he can't aim. <laughs> he's just got to feel it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just I love that. Yeah. I think about things like in a similar way to where um I know I've talked about the the Woody Allen theme of uh real or fantasy or 
religion or science, or the, the, the two opposing forces, the yin and yang sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I see in music there's uh, the passion or technicality, mm-hmm. whereas like metal music is generally very high on technicality, not so much on passion, whereas like, I don't know, Jimi Hendrix blends the two. Mm-hmm. And so tequila <laughs> played yeah, by Chai Yun Fat. Yeah, no, no, like I assume he has an actual name, not just tequila. He does. I think they they mention it. I think he's Jeff something, um, but I don't remember. Although I think his name might be Jeff in the Killer as well, hmm. but I don't know. Anyway, he tries to aim. He tries to be technical. But that's not him. He just fucking jumps into things and does it, and he he's fucking badass. You know that's where he's in yeah. his element, right. the uh, the improvisation, and and so he just like ah <laughs> <laughs> in the moment just does it. Yeah. It's fucking awesome. And so, like where he's like that, he's he's a little bit crazy, you could say, mm-hmm. a little bit of a loose cannon. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> a little bit. So yeah, he'll, he'll one man commando job yeah, entire yeah. Like, mission here. And so like he's kind of like the good side of the, the Anthony Wong crazy villain character where he also is just kind of he's feeling rather yeah, than Yeah, he's also like precise. this loose cannon yeah. villain where like the um, the older a mafia boss or triad boss or whatever is more reserved and yeah, yeah. technical, I guess. Um, so there is like the killer where they're, they're paralleling the, the, the cop of the killer. Right. I, I feel like they're still doing stuff like that here. Yeah. Yeah. Like I think with, um, the undercover guy and Matt dog are kind of paralleled. Yeah. And, um, like there's that scene where he, where the mad dog's like, there's two kinds of people that I hate, like the cops and the people who betray their boss. It's like you're telling this to the guy who's literally both. Like, yeah. he's, like <laughs> <laughs> but then Mad Dog goes out, effectively betraying his boss and becomes this kind of. And I kind of feel like that too was kind of this parallel that he had, his his morals forced him into a situation where he had to break his own morals to uphold them. Yeah. And in the same way that the undercover guy was doing that the whole time that he was doing this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so there was this this similarity to them that he kind of like Mad Dog at the end finally is like doing what he had been hating this whole time. Right. Yeah, so there there's these things are woven throughout. That, that's kind of why I think of Mad Dog as one of the main characters is that there is just the way that he kind of paralleled and structured. Yeah, for the, sure. The undercover guy just seemed such an important foil for for those two characters. Yeah, I've never thought of him as a main character, but he is basically. I mean, he does get a lot of screen time, and yeah, he's he's, he's even early on he was there just shooting shit up and being a badass. Yeah, so yeah. Was, he was never absent. He didn't show up out of nowhere. He was around no. the whole time. Yeah, he's not like the guy. Sometimes in 
in action movies or kung fu movies or whatever, they'll like bring in the specialists like <laughs> for the finale or whatever. Like, right. oh shit, we got to call in the big guns. Bring in Mad Dog. <laughs> <laughs> and even Mad Dog. Speaking of Contra, one of the the guys is is fucking Mad Dog. Oh, huh. One of the main the main uh, guys that you pick. Huh. I can't think of the other fucking guy's name though. This is gonna bo- bother me until you pop it in and play oh it again. Oh my god! <laughs> what the fuck is that guy's name? Oh man, uh, I'm a I'm a failure as a contra fan. <laughs> this is like one of the the great touchstones of my life, contra, and uh, I I can't fucking remember the name. Mad Dog and uh, oh well. I'm sorry, whatever your name is. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> I feel so bad. Um, yeah, so... Uh, something else I'd like to look out for on another watch through someday is yeah. um, because of uh, wanting to just go back and see what Mad Dog is doing earlier through the films, film and see what... Because... Uh, a lot of the characters have this special thing they do when they kill people. Okay. So, like, you've got the one guy who makes the origami swans. Yeah. And Or cranes, or whatever the heck they are. They call them cranes, yeah. yeah. And then you've got Chow Yun-Fat, who says, oh, well, I play jazz whenever I kill somebody. This is true, yeah. I know, and yeah, yeah. what I noticed was the, the boss of the police... The police chief, whatever. Yeah. He, every time, like, one of his officers, he, like, burns their file. Yeah, yeah. So, like, at the beginning after the tea house, he pulls the file on the guy and he burns it. Right. And, at and the then the at movie, the end, he's yeah. burning the file on that. And that shit so. is sad. That shit gets me at the end of that. <laughs> yeah. So, I, I feel like there's this theme going on of how people uh, pay respect to the dead or yeah. how, they, process how they process their, it. Yeah. So, I kind of feel like maybe Mad Dog has some way that I just hadn't seen. And so I kind of want to go. Yeah, I don't know. And see if there's anything he does that could be noticed because they don't talk about the police chief doing it, but he just he does it, and you kind of uh, kind of just recognized. Oh, that's what he's doing. He's, yeah, for this sure. I died, so he's burning the, the file on him. Yeah, I don't know if if Mad Dog does anything like that, but that is I didn't even connect the the burning of the file as being like along with that. Yeah, I mean, the, cause yeah, it, for it sure, it's yeah. only in there like twice. And yeah. the first time I was kind of like, oh, what's he burning? Uh, and, but at the end when he does it, it kind of clicked because there had yeah. been so much about uh, the the whole origami and the jazz and stuff. And so I was like, oh, this is connecting somehow. And I'm not. So I, I kind of feel like there's a more to that thread than what I noticed. Yeah, I just think going so. The first time. I think so. I may have to. Uh, like. <laughs> wrench myself away from the <laughs> explosions you'll go into it with a notepad and then you'll just be like "Ooh, it blew up yeah i mean this is probably this is the the deepest i've ever gotten on hard-boiled just uh talking to you about it um which is why <laughs> because i you know it's what the podcast is for right 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 um because yeah, even watching it this time, it was just like, man, I don't fucking know. <laughs> <laughs> it's just fucking awesome. That's all I know. <laughs> Makes your brain explode along with the, the yeah. building. <laughs> it's funny to me, too, because, like, Chai Yun-Fat, 
clearly the ultimate badass here. Mm-hmm. And just the movie that made him that in, in Hong Kong movies is another John Woo movie that I mentioned before, A Better Tomorrow. Mm. And that movie was like a huge hit and basically started the wave of all these like gun fucking crazy gun action movies. Um, and before that, Chai and Fat was basically like a fucking uh, TV soap opera actor oh, wow. and okay. uh, like a lot of comedies huh. and stuff like that. And maybe he did a couple of other, like he is in a couple of like dramas and stuff like that um, that were pretty high profile. Um, I can't think of their names. All about all long and uh, an autumn's tale <laughs> pulled them out, um, and those are a little bit before Better Tomorrow. But but um, I don't know if he did any action before that. And then as soon as Better Tomorrow came out, it was like holy shit, <laughs> we have found the new king of action. Well, and I feel like Hard Boiled is like the pinnacle of that. Yeah, it's. Uh can definitely see why yeah he's so dope i can't i I can't get over it he's just so dope in this movie yeah just uh that shit in the tea house when he's chasing the guy back like into the kitchen (laughs) and then he like goes through the flower (laughs) and then he's just got all that fucking flower on his face and he lands with the gun on him that's just, I mean, it's just choreography, but yeah, it's so well put together and well edited and everything that you just like, God damn, chow you and fat. <laughs> wow. So that was awesome. <laughs> yeah, I think that, that it was that shot right at the end where he's got the gun and goes, he's still got the freaking toothpick. <laughs> like, this guy's freaking awesome. <laughs> like, he's like, I ain't even going to take the toothpick out of this. <laughs> Yeah, he's yeah, just going with the flow. Yeah, good time. Yeah, it's amazing. Good old Chai and Fat. Well, I'm glad that you you. I was worried because I'm watching this movie, <laughs> and I'm thinking, "Wow, Chai and Fat, what an amazing! This is just <laughs> incredible. He's so cool. He's so badass." <laughs> And then I just kept thinking about when you were like, ah, I don't know. I mean, they, they didn't really convince me. <laughs> and I, that just kept ringing in my head as I was watching this. I was like, ah, but he's so badass. <laughs> <laughs> like how? I don't know how the, this. Uh, is he going to think that about this? <laughs> so I'm glad. No, he, he was badass here. Yeah. That was, it was, I'm glad it, that it sold me on this. Glad one. you came around. I'm yeah. curious if you watch The Killer now. Yeah, maybe it would. Uh, if you would be more. Might be a little more. More impressed with him there. Yeah, maybe. Because I think, like, the way that they worked for me as a, as a teenager, I guess, um, they kind of, like, my love of them would feed into each other. Like, mm. I'd watch The Killer and be like, wow, The Killer is amazing. And then I'd watch Hard Boiled and be like, Holy shit, hard boiled. And then I'd watch The Killer. It'd be like, oh, I, don't, I don't know, but The Killer, man, it's pretty dope. <laughs> and so that's where that like never ending cycle of, of like which one is better would, would just right. continually run 
into just whatever the one I watched <laughs> the most recently was always the winner. Right. I want to yeah. say Hard Boiled is definitive now, but yeah, I, I definitely think it's the it's the better of the two. I don't know. I mean, not the killer is bad or anything. Yeah, it's bad. It's <laughs> badass. <laughs> no, I don't know. Um, you gotta see Face Off too. Speaking of, of his American movies, Face Off is the one to see. Oh, that was a John Woo one. Okay. Yeah, Face Off is fucking awesome. That is the one where like the. Like the killer and the cop get their faces swapped or something. They do. Like, okay. They do. They they get their faces swapped because the cop is going to infiltrate and sort of bring down the ring, or whatever the gun ring or whatever. I don't remember what the the criminal is doing. And I don't I don't remember why <laughs> the criminal gets the cop's face though. <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. They needed to put it somewhere? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't remember. Because there'd be no, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, they got to put it somewhere. <laughs> They're just going to hang a face up on the wall, yeah. It was like, we got to keep it alive so when he gets out of undercover, we can switch him back. <laughs> yeah, I don't and remember. And there's this killer here that's got no face now. I mean, he needs a face. Gonna... I, I just, I feel like there was some reason why... Because then the killer like goes out and like is hanging out with his family and they think it's him and it's not. It's the fucking the criminal. <laughs> uh, and so there's like he's causing problems and stuff. Uh, but I don't remember why. I should watch it again. Yeah. <sighs> I don't know. What else about the kill uh hard boiled? <sighs> Was there was something in it that I wasn't quite sure of, and maybe it was just subtitles not being the most amazing translations in the world. Yeah, there was a lot of uh, <clears throat> spelling errors and stuff like that in classic yeah. Hong Kong form. Right, right. There was kind of something where, because there's the part at the in that hospital shootout where the undercover guy shoots a cop, and he's like, "Oh shit, did I shoot a cop?" And yeah, and they're talking about it. And then they kind of refer back to the tea house, tea house fight, yeah, where Chow Yun Fat had gotten his partner killed, right. And it was kind of like I wasn't sure if that's what they were talking, or if there was another cop in there that had died that had gotten hit in the crossfire or something. No, I th they were talking. Just, I think they're just, just talking about the tea house guy. Yeah, because there was it was just something like. The, and this is what I mean by it might have just been the subtitles. It just seemed like they were saying that Chow and Fat actually shot the cop. They were saying that, and I, and yeah, but and I, I was don't remember. Like, I don't think that, but, but I'm like, is that just translation weirdness, just not coming through right? Or no, yeah, they did say that, and <clears throat> I don't remember him actually shooting the guy, but um, they did mention because that. that made me think that maybe there was an undercover cop there that he shot and didn't know it was an undercover cop. Like, he almost shot the yeah. the other main guy. Um, yeah, but I don't know. I don't, I don't <clears throat> remember. I'd have to watch that beginning part again. Yeah, I kind of... Which is uh, not the worst not <laughs> thing to not do in the world. really. <laughs> <laughs> Your punishment is to watch the tea house fight yeah. with Mart Boyle. I'm like, yeah, oh, yeah. okay. <laughs> I used to watch it over and over in my youth. 
It was one of those things you rewound and watched again. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I'll have to watch it again. I don't remember. I do know that, that a lot of the times when they were having those back and forth uh, dialogues, they the the subtitles didn't do the traditional thing that subtitles do when two people are talking and both of their lines are on screen where they have the, the little dash <laughs> to mm. denote they're like oh this guy is talking this and then there's another person saying this like they just fucking ran the shit together either as one line or even as two lines and yeah, so yeah there's a lot of throwing times, me yeah where I'm I'm I used to anime which will when it does things like that will different color the subtitles oh wow so that if they go if they really need to have two things going simultaneously they'll have a, a different colored subtitle on top jesus kind of you get spoiled this we fucking do anime, yeah man. anime's gotten this uh anime fans have been like ridiculously picky about their translations and jesus stuff Christ. so the 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 publishers and translators of uh been beaten into uh, <laughs> that's crazy being really really picky in particular wow. about it and so it's Ooh. uh we're just uh <laughs> i've heard the happy number they get whatever the yeah, fuck we yeah, get yeah. i mean to be fair this is a dvd from hong kong and right, right. there is a u.s release of it and i'm sure that or at least i would hope that the probably got a subtitles are better formatted right. at least on that release but i don't know so i can't yeah can't fault the u.s people for for right, this right, right. particular this release the hong kong translation in yeah English, so it may not have but yeah yeah anime is a bit spoiled on the whole that's crazy yeah being meticulously translated yeah i've noticed that sometimes when we watch something where like every little bit of text and every sign and everything is translated and it's, it's like oh my god it's my dream of hong kong movies realized in anime like yeah anime oh gets god. that They've, i've heard that the biggest complaint about anime releases is always about translation and, uh, and like the fans are just like super nitpicky about that and it's like <clears throat> do these people speak japanese like because if they do what the fuck do they care about the translation? <laughs> yeah, it's it's one of those really weird things where I'm just like, why are you so obsessed over this yeah. like minor insignificant detail? Are they just like um, people think, that have watched so much anime that they know some Japanese or they know enough? I think there's some like, of that. I think some of it is also that anime has this weird relationship with um, the bootlegging stuff. Yeah. In that there's fan dubbing and fan fan uh, subs fan, yeah. fan subs and all this stuff and so somebody will see the way uh some guy translated it on the internet yeah. and then they'll see the official u.s release translating it different and there will be this uh kind of clash in terms and they'll they'll and always side with the fan sub it kind of like they'll i guess they usually side with whatever they see first Oh, okay. And they'll think that's the correct translation and yeah. that anything else different is, is just wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. It's kind of weird how obs obsessive they can, anime fans can be on this sometimes. Yeah, that's weird, yeah. I but, mean, it, it's kind of up to the translator, I think. Yeah, I mean. And, and especially when you're trying yeah. to, like, 
especially a difference with like Japanese and English. They're like, yeah, there's they're a not lot even of like the same language families of any. Right. Like, there's no relation in the development of the languages. So yeah, because you can like translate literally, and it and would it just wouldn't make any damn sense. Right, and, and it just would be totally wrong. <laughs> right, and you might get some of like an idea of what they're trying to say, but there, you know, you have to. Like I see it a lot of times in Hong Kong movies where they they will literally translate something into English, and I know like oh I know what they're trying to say, <laughs> right, right, but they chose the wrong word or whatever. Um, they just you know don't know English in the same way, but uh, I don't know. I mean, <laughs> for me, where uh, Hong Kong movies have always <laughs> gotten the short end of the stick in terms of being edited or yeah incorrectly you know released yeah just like man just be glad you're getting anything (laughs) fuck (laughs) man i don't know yeah i'll have to uh show you the crazy xl saga dvds where they've got like translation note subtitles that you can turn on and constantly through every episode there's just these little like little text bubbles that pop up all over the screen just pointing at some little thing and just giving you some little like cultural tidbit of knowledge like it through the whole damn series it does that it's just like oh my god there was so much crap that is just like pointing out or little references to things that were going on at the time and that's something that i wish somebody would do not to every movie, but like somebody like Criterion, if they released some Hong Kong movie, I feel like a lot of Hong Kong movies, especially because they're not as like, um, I don't know, some of them get popular in the U.S., but like for the most part, people don't know Hong Kong culture. or right. I mean, they don't know Japanese culture either. But um, I wish somebody like criterion not that they give a shit about (laughs) asian filmmaking other than japanese they release a lot of japanese movies but there's like i don't know four chinese language movies (laughs) out of 900 wow and there's probably like two to three hundred japanese movies um and maybe that's just the the licensing but i know I don't know, whatever. I don't want to go too deep on that. But I just wish that somebody would, would try to educate people on, like, culturally. Like, this movie actually does make sense. You just don't understand certain aspects of the culture. So here's a little primer. Yeah. yeah. And so I like that, that somebody did it on yeah. the anime thing. Yeah. Um I'm not sure how many others got that. XL Saga is the only one that I know of that did yeah. it, but they were kind of those DVDs were kind of like advertising it as a thing that company was oh, doing. Okay. So I think there's other releases that company made that have it. And I just what is that company? That was ADV. ADV, give them a shout out. Are yeah. they still around? I don't know. I don't think they are. I've heard of them, but I don't know. Yeah, they did they're... a lot of anime for a while. I think they kind of died in the big annihilation of anime publishers when. Ah. There was there was some time in the 2000s where just anime companies just got wrecked by the DVD uh, mess ups that, that there were just there was some big huge decline in DVD crap going on and it, yeah. it really killed the anime industry. 
and wiped so, out just about all of the major publishers at the time. Like, yeah, I think maybe one company survived it, and it was just fuck, like man. like tons of people just went bankrupt off that. Yeah, the similar thing happened with the people that were putting out the Shaw Brothers movies on DVD hmm. in the U.S. They all like just went bankrupt or closed down, stopped publishing Shaw Brothers movies, and yeah. I know with I know with anime at least it was that retail stores would just order like hundreds or thousands that would never sell because they could just return it. Yeah. And so they'd just be like, Oh well we'll we'll put an order like Best Buy would just go, We'll put an order for five thousand copies of this anime series and the anime publisher would go, Oh holy shit, we got this big sale, we're we're hitting the big time <laughs> and then like a few months later like ninety percent of it gets returned to them and they've they they're out on it, yeah. yeah, and they're just out on all the printing costs of it and stuff and it just it it annihilated the whole industry for a while That's and crazy. all sorts of new companies had to pop up to to not do that and it was a <laughs> no we're not going to sell you 5000 copies cuz you're just going to return them all right and that's why a lot of companies like just do limited print runs and stuff i'm sure now cause yeah yeah try to get people to like buy it now cuz there's only a thousand or whatever yeah so well, I'm there's there's sure. still companies around now. Yeah, there's there's new the companies around now kind of weren't around back then. It's just a whole new crop of. Well, that's good. You know, at least yeah. the whole thing didn't die. Yeah, yeah. I don't. Like, I don't think it was. It had too much of a a fandom that was dedicated to it yeah. that it, it wasn't gonna. Unfortunately, die. the Hong Kong movie fandom. <laughs> not, not quite as dedicated. <laughs> well, they're dedicated, or, but but they. A lot of them buy bootlegs, and there's mm -hmm. bootlegs available of like all the Hong Kong, all all of like the Shaw Brothers movies and stuff. So, uh, somebody would put out, like, well, okay, we're gonna try to put out <laughs> Shaw Brothers movies. Here's a release, and then, oh well, we got the bootleg. We don't want to buy the the actual release. <laughs> and then, okay, now they're not releasing Shaw Brothers movies. Yeah. And so after all those people stopped, and they all like. Some of them moved on to other things, but there's just basically, other than brand new stuff coming out of Hong Kong and mainland China, like there's like no old things coming out on DVD in the US mm. anymore at all. Wow. It's fucking sad. <laughs> yeah, it is sad. And they're, they're like uh, restoring movies over there in Hong Kong. There's very slowly, they're not big on film preservation, but they're slowly like getting the ball rolling um like better tomorrow was was restored a couple of years ago and uh was released to blu-ray in hong kong um restored and no u.s company has picked it up and this is one of the biggest most popular like well-known even in the u.s it had a release on dvd back in the day and huh. it was very popular nobody picks it up it's, you know like come on that's an easy sell for criterion i would think but yeah, well, nobody picks it up. And then Drunken Master gets released, but it gets a shitty, ugly cover, <laughs> and it's in a double feature with another movie, which is great, but it kind of cheapens the, you know, the, right. you know, this is one of the greatest Hong Kong movies of all time, and they kind of treat it like, oh, it's a fucking budget release. Like, I don't know. <sighs> Poor Hong yeah. Kong. 
Yeah, I feel sorry for you. Yeah. So. But speaking of Criterion, The Killer and Hard Boiled were, were two of the very first uh, Criterion DVDs back in the day. Hmm. Uh, I think they were on Laserdisc as well back in Ooh, the Laserdisc Laser Criterion disc. days. <laughs> but uh, they quickly went out of print and then became collector's items. Uh, uh, because the rights went to another company. Uh huh. So they couldn't print more. Yeah. And now they're readily available from other companies. But if you want those criterion ones, they're, yeah, they're yeah. hard to get, huh? Which, and now they're like a lot of all those old criterions are non anamorphic and not really. Not the best that <laughs> not the best quality, yeah. yeah. But I mean, they had good extras. I think there's like a John Woo commentary. Yeah, that that seems to be like the that. thing Criterion's always about is getting uh, some package that's not just the movie, but yeah, putting uh, it in context. And they they do like to do that. They just put out Night of the Living Dead. I just got that. Mm. So uh, at some point, <laughs> I would like to do that on the podcast. Mm. I guess I should see that. Yeah, yeah. I will. That'll be one of those movies where I'm very. That one, but more so the sequel, Dawn of the Dead, where I'm very apprehensive. <laughs> and like, I don't. <laughs> what else do you even think of yes, yes. this movie? Yeah. If you say the. Oh, I don't like Night of the Living Dead, it'll hurt, <laughs> but not that much. But if you say that about Dawn of the Dead, I don't know, man. <laughs> that might be the last episode of the podcast. Because <laughs> that movie, I don't know. It's Just like open that up and just be a so did you like it? Like, well, not so much. And then just suddenly just static stop. and crashing around for five minutes. Uh, <laughs> I some know. screams and police sirens. And <laughs> I don't know. I just, I love that movie so much. But I don't know. Hard boiled. Um, yeah. Anything else about hard boiled? Um, Rambling on about. Yeah, stuff. we kind of we did go off on a tangent there. We did. I was thinking about the like with the whole thing of of um, what we were just talking about, where he he shoots the cop in the hospital on accident. Yeah. And I, it was kind of funny because in that whole thing, I was just like, dang, like, how would you even tell these people apart? Like, you'd probably be shooting the, the cops or the same guys on your team. You wouldn't even know. And then, and then like, he just does it. And it was like, oh, crap, that was a cop. I was like, oh, well, they did that. Like, yeah, in a split second. I mean, yeah. Shit, and, yeah, shit can And go just down. as I was thinking, man, you'd be shooting your own guys in this situation. How would you know? And then, oh, he just did. Like, <laughs> Yeah, it's tough, especially because at that point, uh, Tony Lung is is uh, disguised as one of the bad guys disguised as a cop. <laughs> yeah, so it's like totally. <laughs> yeah, around. so it's. I was like, actually thinking of um, the Dark Knight during that scene where the where the Joker's got his the hostages dressed yeah, up as okay. the thugs, right, and there's right. the, like the whole like costume switcheroo to confuse the cops, and yeah, and then. They're doing that here. I'm like, oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> it's like, it's as confusing as the Joker's messed up little plan. I feel like Hard Boiled was probably an influence on uh, Christopher Nolan. Wouldn't surprise me. I feel like Hard Boiled is such a well-known movie in terms of um, people who are really into action movies or like directing action. 
somebody would be interested in that, I think mm-hmm. they would probably have seen Hard Boiled. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Seems likely. I just like to think that Hard Boiled is this influential fucking dope action movie because mm-hmm. it's so amazing. And not that anything can, like, come close. <laughs> it's such a kind of a unique thing. Even in Hong Kong movies, like, the John Woo stuff is kind of its own thing. Uh, there's the genre of like uh, the gun fucking movies <laughs> where it's like choreographed gun action, but it's not, uh, nobody hits the same highs as, as John Woo. Uh, so looking at the, the case here and it reminded me of one thing, the baby. <laughs> oh yeah. The baby. Yeah. How did you like the 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 baby? Saliva Sammy. <laughs> Saliva Sammy, yes. <laughs> he was uh he was there. He was there. Did you... I, I didn't think when um there's the the part where his pants catch on fire. Yeah. And he's sitting there and the and the baby pisses on it. Yeah. And puts it out. And at first I thought it was gonna be like even worse because um at first, I thought it was the cigarette lighter that was leaking. Oh, okay. and I was like, "Oh God, that's gonna like just co- blow it up even more. <laughs> it's just gonna be all on." My-. And I was like, "Oh no!" It took me a few seconds to figure it out, but the baby helped him out. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> that that was a weird little fun moment of the movie. It was like, "Oh shit, he's gonna blow up!" <laughs> it's like, "Nope, it's just piss." <laughs> I just love that moment where the baby pisses out the fire. I don't know what it is. <laughs> it just fucking gets me every time. I just laugh. I love it. Uh-huh. I, I loved how his parents were like right there to pick him up when he when he got yeah, out. Yeah, they were it's waiting for like him. Five yeah. seconds and bam. I feel like in that moment, the babies are relatively newborn. They're in the hospital, right? So the parents are probably around, and then they got out all the other babies earlier. Yeah. And yeah. so then there's one baby missing and then those people are like ah. and that's why they were like right there. Right. Um because the the female police officer who She's was been. getting the roses and stuff, she was probably like, "Yeah, fucking dope ass tequila's got your baby. He's coming." <laughs> and so then he pulls through. <laughs> then they were like, "Oh, where is he? Where's the tequila?" <laughs> I don't know. Uh, anything? Anything else? I don't. I don't we kind of talked yeah. about you know the how all the explosions and the guns explode everything and yeah <laughs> the, the exploding guns the it's like the like the little gun for my coming peace yeah <laughs> it just blows up whatever <laughs> points at. Yeah, just uh, yeah. It's a it's if you haven't seen Hard Boiled, uh, we've thoroughly spoiled most of it at this yeah, point. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> I don't know that it's a movie. That, yeah, it's not really a spoilable movie in yeah, a way. It's just kind of like it's just fun action. And yeah, the power of Hard Boiled would transcend the spoilers. I think. Yeah, I do kind of want to. There's one other reason I kind of want to watch it again someday is. Um, because at first you don't know that the undercover guy is undercover. That's right. 
And so I, I'm sure that plays very differently, those early scenes, before you know that. Yeah, like at this point, I, I've known. <laughs> like, <laughs> right, right. So I was trying to watch it thinking like, what if I didn't know? <laughs> like how would the, like it's, uh, I feel like it's, I, th- I feel like Tony Lung plays it to where you can see kind of his nervousness about certain situations and stuff. Like, I think it's there. You can see it and you wouldn't necessarily know that it's there the first time through. Um, so yeah, I'd be interested if you, yeah. if you and watched was, it again. And I was definitely seeing him as nervous, but for very different reasons Yeah, of being like, Oh, he's being asked to betray his boss. And he's like, what would you do? You know, he doesn't really want to do that. And then, but then you find out, Oh, he's this undercover guy. Like uh, that. Yeah. Puts so a it's whole like new, another thing. Yeah. Like uh, angle to what he's nervous about. And, and like the whole making the cranes, and stuff like that right. like he's doing that before you know right right and so you, so there's there's definitely things that'll have new meanings when you yeah when i watch it again so. plus all the 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 awesome badass stuff just as badass yeah just as fun yeah. <laughs> i like, can uh, uh testify to the the power of those badass moments that's still hitting me after i don't know how many times yeah. <laughs> fucking a million or something. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen this movie a lot, so Yeah, yeah. This will be like uh It's still great. It's your your Hong Kong equivalent of Project Echo, I guess. Yeah, th- this the- is one of the ones that I've seen the most for sure. This Lots of fun action. This and the killer and I don't know, probably some Jackie movies. Rumble in the Bronx and Drunken Master Two. I've probably seen Drunken Master Two more than anything else. Mm. We got to do that at some point. Yeah, yeah. Um, I know Drunken Master kind of left me wanting more Drunken Master. So <laughs> yeah, well, don't. Yeah, I mean, it's uh, no, you know, it's it's a sequel, but it's not. It's just another Drunken Master movie. It's not <laughs> like uh, it's not a sequel in any other way, really. Mm. Um, but it's pretty fucking amazing. It's <laughs> kind of like. <laughs> Uh, it's kind of like the best classic kung fu movie ever, <laughs> like before or since. I mean, there's a lot of great Hong Kong kung fu movies, but I don't know that anything <laughs> comes close to Drunken Master 2. And so you might be spoiled after that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. There, there's. I think the other ones are still dope, so... We shall see. Yeah. Something to look forward to. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I, I did also want to mention before before we close out the episode here, um, the newest John Woo movie, Manhunt, came out last year, and it just came out to Hong Kong Blu-ray and DVD um, last week Ooh. or two weeks ago when this episode goes up, and I just got it. And so uh, at some point, a day or two after this episode goes up, I hope to have a review of Manhunt up on the site. So uh, if you're listening to this in real time, (laughs) check it out. Yeah. Um, It is his return to to the, the 
the gun movie that he hasn't done since probably Face Off or something. It's been a long time. Oh. All right. So, I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. Maybe it's good. Maybe it's uh, maybe it's not good. Yeah. Find out. Is it Fury Road or is it some crappier <laughs> sequel of it? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Fucking Fury Road is a high bar, man. I don't... <laughs> I don't know. That's not a good way to go into that. Because <laughs> Fury Road is like one of my favorite movies ever, I think. like, Oh, wow. I think that's one of the greatest action movies ever made. Like, fucking hands down. Um, I, I'm, just, I'm just thinking <laughs> that like every time something like this pops up of oh it hasn't been he yeah, hasn't it's done been this a while, 50, yeah. Yeah, it's it's either going to be like fury road where it's amazing or it's going to be a total piece of shit and you're yeah. just like it's not going to be a middle it's going to be one or the two ends of the spectrum i i i lean towards the shittier end <laughs> in my expectations which is good because maybe i'll be pleasantly surprised right. but also because i don't know if John Woo made this movie out of um, a passion <laughs> for making another gun movie or if he made it because he could get money for another gun movie so he made mm. another gun movie. I don't know. Um, mm. And so I hope that he made it because he wanted to make another one and he really has something to say uh, or at least say similar things in a new way. Yeah. Um, so we'll see. I don't know. I know it's uh, it features some Japanese actors. It's partly in Japan. Hmm. Um, it's a remake of a Japanese '70s movie that I'm not sure of the title. But oh uh, well, that helps. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> you go that one, of course. Yeah. All yeah. about that one. <laughs> right. No, so yeah, I don't know. So um, anyway, look for that. Yeah. If you're interested. If you're not, move along. Yeah, find, <laughs> find something else to read. <laughs> I don't know. You got anything else about this uh, hard-boiled uh, or no, John Woo or anything? That's, uh, I think that's covered my main thoughts on the movie while I was watching it. Thumbs up from Steven? Oh, yeah. It's, it is a great action movie. All right. All right. Uh I guess I'll give it a thumbs up. <laughs> no, you, little, little on the fence there. You know damn well it's a thumbs up. <laughs> it's like every limb and phalange up. <laughs> uh, so yeah, fucking until next time, uh, adios. See ya.
Now just get the hell out. Do you hear? Come on, get out. 